Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. And if you're wondering why the Jay, the answer is, I'm not a bagpipe player. And if that joke doesn't make any sense, I encourage you to check out episode zero, where I explain that joke, as well as the purpose of the This Is Hurt Gonna Pop, This Is Gonna Hurt podcast, where we talk about faith, family, fitness, finances, and sometimes fun. Well, friends, if you see me, or if you hear me, you can tell I'm a bit stuffed up and I'm already tripping over my words a little bit. I thought about delaying filming this uh, and recording it for another day or two. Maybe my head would clear up. But this is the opportunity I have to do the podcast where it won't be rushed and gives me a chance to get it out there. So I appreciate your patience. It's not the first time in five or six years I've had to do a podcast with a stuffy head. I'm telling you what. If you haven't heard our sister podcast, the Capitalize Your Best Real Estate Marketing Podcast, wow, I'm stuffy in that one. I'm a little better today. But as always, let's start with thank you. Last week, uh, it was a personal episode where I reflected on my year in movement and I went through my races and what I've learned. I really appreciate you all tuning into that. I appreciate your encouraging feedback. That episode's really for me just to kind of take the year in review, but I do hope it encourages you and inspires you to start moving. If you're not moving, just move a little bit every single day. So gang, year-end episodes. Um, I did an article recently on my favorite books of the year. I might do that into a podcast, but what I've been doing is I've just been scratching notes along the way as I do my evaluation for 2023 and I make my plans for 2024. And so I want to offer this. I want to offer 10 things that I learned in business in 2023. So these are the 10 things that I learned this year in business. So even if you don't own a business, I think, excuse me, some of these learns might be encouraging to you. But if you're in business, I hope you can relate. And you guys forgive me, I'm drinking hot tea in the background while I'm doing this because it's just absolute necessary. I'm way, way on the mend, but my voice is still not what it used to be. So let's jump right into it. Here are the 10 things that I learned in 2023 about business in no particular order, not in any order whatsoever. So number one, there are not many people that you can truly talk to about business. There's not many people that you can truly talk to about business. And listen, there's tons of people you can talk about business, but I'm talking about business in a serious depth. Uh, what I mean by that for me is talking to people who take uh, revenue growth, organizational growth seriously. They are constant learners. They're reading books, listening to podcasts, coaching. Um, they greatly desire to be around people who, who want to grow their businesses. Um, and they enjoy healthy, and this is important, non-complaining conversations. You can get together and talk about people and complain all the time, just not part of conversations I want to be a part of. The number of people that I can truly talk to about business and they enjoy it and they want to grow. And, and they're about personal growth and business growth. Not five people. And that doesn't mean I'm better than anyone. Maybe I'm just not finding them, um, but just five people, maybe. Number two, um, when you can find people to talk to about business, it is incredibly refreshing. 
Number one was there's just not that many. But number two, when you do find people who really want to talk about personal development, uh, product line development, marketing, revenue, and business growth, when I can have those conversations and they're not complaining and whining or blame shifting, it is so refreshing. Because guys, my family lives off what I make here. I mean, this is the overwhelming majority of the money in our family. Amy works for the school system. I'm incredibly thankful for that. But that was a recent development. And again, I'm incredibly thankful for it. But I know that the overwhelming majority of the money we make has to come from our business. And that's fine. That's the world I chose to go into. So I need to get better every single day. And I want to be people around who need to get better every day. And when I can have that conversation, when I can talk about, hey, have you read this book or um, hey, you know, uh, how did you overcome this obstacle or how did you do this thing better? When I can have those conversations, it's so refreshing. It's so energy and life giving. And when I get, I have them, they're rare. But when I do, I'm so thankful for them. They're so motivating. Uh, they just remind me to keep going. So one, there's not many people um, that can talk about business in that way. But when I can, it's so refreshing. Number three, number three, I have grown to like solitude more and more. Now, interestingly enough, I, I'm a, a natural extrovert. I love uh, just being in crowds. I love that. And you know what? A lot of my day is just like this, is working alone. Uh, because there's a lot of creativity that has to happen, a lot of preparation that happen. That's not what I'm talking about at all. I'm talking about the opportunity to just be alone purposefully. Like, oh, you know, just saying, hey, I'm going to take this moment to do this thing for myself alone. I enjoy it more and more. I really do. It, it, for me, it's like purposeful downtime. It's not mindless downtime. Every time, every now and then, mindless downtime is okay. It's all right. Every now and then. It can't be all your down. Well, I, it doesn't work for me. But purposeful downtime that's alone. I love it. You know, one of the things I love about the marathons, the half marathons and the ultras, the, the longer running that I do, even if it's not a race, is just the purposeful solitude. I love it. I get out there and I'm so thankful for it. And and as, as my business life progresses, um, I, I enjoy that kind of solitude more and more. Number four, in business, in business, excuse me, risk never ends. If you want to grow, if I want to grow, the, you, risk happens every single day, every single month, every single year. And you have to keep taking it. The, the risk of investing in a, a coaching program to level up. The risk in um, hiring someone or the risk of purchasing new equipment. Uh, the risk is usually financial or it's time. But, you know, with seven and a half percent inflation, every business needs to grow by 7.6% to survive. And if you want to take any money home from that, you need to grow by 10%. And so, guys, risk is always, it just never ends. And the reason businesses don't make it past 18 months and three years is just, you just can't take any more risk. And if you're risk averse, you're not going to make it. Um, if you've got a high tolerance for risk, you're going to make it. But number four, uh, risk just never ends. Um, number five, I realized, and this is related to what I just said. Number five, I realized 
fewer and fewer businesses are going to make it. There's just not going to be that many businesses that make it. Um, I see a lot of folks who do have a business, have an LLC, and uh, might even have a great product and service. Um, but, I mean, you have to work so many hours and you have to get better constantly. If you're not going to do it and, and you don't have your offer down and your target client, you're just not going to make it. And, and I see folks who take their businesses very casually. Um, you know, people tell me, Gordon, I don't want to work harder. I want to work smarter. Great. Do both. We're not in an economic environment where you can just do one. You can't just work harder and hope to make it. And you can't just work smarter to hope to make it. You have to do both. And, and, and I just see uh, some great folks out there. And I, I don't think they're going to make it, uh, sadly, because, you know, you, you've got to put that time and effort in. you got to constantly hone your offer and hone hone. Uh, you know, uh, uh, the skills that you're presenting. Um, I just think fewer and fewer businesses are going to make it. Um, I'll come back to that one. Number seven. I'm, I, I'm, um, I'm reminded over and over again how important Physical health is. Physical health is. Listen, I don't expect anyone at all uh, to, to run as much as I do. It, it's something I love. Uh, if you do, great. Um, but if you're not physically healthy, uh, running and owning a business is going to eat your lunch. Well, you're just not going to make it. Um, uh, it's just like you, uh, physical health. Like when I start the day, and I'm not getting dopamine. Dopamine is like when you drink soda. You're getting serotonin. And you, you get out there and you get that exercise in and it's discipline and you push yourself and you get towards a goal. And then you enter your day, you are primed and ready. Or if you're in the middle of your day and you need a break and you go for a walk or run, you go lift and come back. Like it, what it does for you it is so energizing. And here's the other thing. When you learn how to endure and suffer physically in your training, you are then equipped to endure and suffer in a, a business because you're going to. Uh, I, um, physical training is more and more, uh, just more and more essential. Number nine, mental and spiritual health is more and more essential. Uh, you know, guys, I, I've, I have faithfully studied the Bible for much of my life, um, but recently I've added um, uh, uh, affirmations, listening to affirmations when I'm stretching, um, doing things uh, to increase my mental health. And those things have become regular practice. My journaling, I journal, journal four, or five times, four or five times a week, and I do that for just myself, but I also do it for my business. Uh, those things are become more and more important to succeed in business. Um, I've got three more here. Forgive me. Uh, number, uh, I think this is seven. Um, it, it's lonely to be creative. It's lonely to be creative. Now, I've talked about enjoying being alone. And, you know, you can definitely be creative in a group environment. But when it comes down to it in business, you've got to be able to produce. And typically that is a solo venture. Someone ultimately has to finish the project. And it's um, um, it's lonely. 
And, and if you aren't equipped to deal with the loneliness, if you don't have those practices of physical health and, and mental and spiritual health, it's going to eat you up. You, you, you're just going to say, I don't want to do this. I just want to be around people. And I understand that. Um, but it's lonely to be creative. All right. Finally, I think this is number nine. Businesses that invest and professionals that invest in coaching, good coaching, make it down the road. Um, we don't have time in every area to learn the thing. So instead, what we have to do is we have to purchase the skill. So I can work with a coach who's five years ahead of me and I can pay them and purchase their five years of wisdom. And when I do that, I gain five years. And people who pay for coaching, good coaching, are going to make it going down the road. Um, I, I know that sounds self-serving because I own a business, but a, a coaching business. But you know what? I pay for coaching. Always my second highest expense. The businesses that pay for coaching are going to make it. And finally, number 10, um, that you will not make it in this business unless you're thankful. Um, patterns of gratitude are more and more important. In fact, when I journal, a lot of my journaling is is prayer style. Uh, I've almost gotten to the point now where instead of asking for things, I just thank God for things. Sometimes I'm thanking him for the things I'm asking for. And sometimes I'm thanking him for things I receive. But my my journal is full of now more gratitude than petition. And it's really changed my life. So guys, those are my, my 10 things that I've learned this year. I can go on and on and maybe I'll do a part two. I'd love to hear the things that you've learned more about. Um, as we move to this episode, uh, this is going to debut uh, on Monday, I think the 18th. Um, I have a seminar on December 21st at 11 a.m. Um, it's called 2020 More, uh, Making Your 2024 2024. If you want to learn more about it, go to 2020 More. So literally go to 2020more.com, 2020more. It's a two-hour free seminar to cover uh, health in 2024 in faith, family, fitness, and finances. It's very much themed uh, to themes we talk about in the podcast. I would love for you to be there. It's online only. It's free, 11 to 1 on the 21st. That's Eastern Standard. Uh, but just go to 2020more2020more.com and register. I would love to see you. And as always, guys, I'm super thankful. We are getting so close to that fifth 500th episode. I can't wait to see what we have to share with you on that one. But guys, thanks for tuning in. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.